Hey guys, welcome to the show. I don't like your tone with your girl Lulu. Um, yeah, you guys, it's been a nice week. Um, the weather has been great in Cape Town. Um, if you're new here, please um, listen to the other episodes. If you're not new, make sure to share this episode. This week, we are talking about black women in tech. We will be discussing imposter syndrome, dealing with men in tech, what would we want men to understand in tech. And I'm with a guest, Chanel Koza. Enjoy the show, you guys. For feedback... This week, you guys, I was so excited to hear a lot of people enjoy our spirituality episode with our guest Unoma last week. And a quote that resonated with one of the listeners was, we all exist in spaces. Actually, we all exist in rooms. We just have to choose who we let into those rooms. That's it for feedback, you guys. And thank you so much for also the feedback that says my podcast is great because it really is great. (laughs) So that's all for feedback, you guys. Our celebrant this week, coincidentally, our guest, Chanel Koza, um, who is our co-founder at a startup called Very Dev. You'll hear in the discussion, but Very Dev is a platform where developers can bid for jobs from many different clients. Um, and then you guys come in teams and you work on a project. So you guys, if you want um, to uh, get a project and you're a developer, also even if you're not a developer, get learning HTML, CSS, guys. That's like child's play. I'm joking, but learn it. But that's who we're celebrating this week, Chanel Koza. So you guys... Like I said, today we're talking about black women in the tech space. And today I have Chanel Koza with me. She's studying ECOS and finance at UCT. She's almost done, which I'm very proud of because, you guys, it is not cute. Hi, Chanel. Welcome. So, guys, I'm very fine. Thank you so much. But I brought Chanel here. You're probably wondering, ECOS and finance and then black women in tech. We just have a question for you, Chanel. How are you in tech? Oh my goodness, it's actually such a long-winded story. And I think I also find myself there in J by chance. So you know Velo, and he's in the tech space. And I think as a Sagittarius, I've always been interested in things that make me free. So I want freedom. So even when it comes to work, relationships, whatever, I want to be free. And so because of that, I didn't imagine myself doing a nine to five. And so naturally, I've always been drawn to entrepreneurship because of that. And it started out in high school when I was a entrepreneur. (laughs) What is that? (laughs) What is an entrepreneur? that's, That's when you sort of, you want to have a business and you have the idea, but you're not really doing work on the business. So it's more, excuse me, it's more, I'm going to put up a website. I'm going to do all the nice things except actually the work. (laughs) Yeah, you guys, you're procrastinating. Whatever you said you're going to start, I have a word for you. You're a entrepreneur, (laughs) literally. Okay, so let me fill you guys up. Oh, Chanel actually is a co-founder in VeryDev, a platform where developers join and then they find jobs with other from clients. Yes. Um, they bid. Yeah, so they bid for the jobs. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Chan- um, Chanel. So then, like in the tech space and what you've experienced so far. First of all, how long has VeryDev been there for, and why did you have that specific idea? Well, okay. So VeryDev is actually quite young. Mm-hmm. Um, it started during lockdown, actually. Oh, hey. 
you guys, my podcast started during lockdown. So listen, no. lockdown did a lot for a lot of it us. It actually did a lot. <laughs> yes. So it started during lockdown and uh, we had, I guess, a mutual friend of ours, a, f- a mutual friend of ours approach us and mm. say, hey, I actually need dev work to be done. Yes. And... Uh, do you can you sort me out? Can you help me out? Yeah. And so we just started collecting a lot of developers to for yeah for that job. specific job to see yeah. if anyone actually has the aptitude to handle the job. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it just caught fire and the job started coming in. And then yes. yeah, more developers started coming in as well. Yeah. Okay. So quite a simple story, actually, not a fairy tale. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I also don't think like all stories need to start from like I was in the ground and then the ground you know. shook and then there was an earthquake <laughs> and then I had Which an is idea. What I think people think entrepreneurship is about that you know I, I'm a hustler. I was selling sweets in the streets and then I feel like because I sold sweets in high school. But okay, <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. But yes. <laughs> Hey, I'm just putting, but yeah, I get you. I get, yeah, no, I don't think entrepreneurship really has to start from like um, rags to riches. It's not always a rags to riches story. Okay, so you're obviously an attractive woman. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes, definitely, you know, and you dress really well. And in tech, I'm not going to lie. I, I always have nails, you guys, and I always do my acrylics. But some people have just always been like, how do you type with that? Like, okay, <laughs> I type, right? I type. But yeah, so my question is, um, how do you deal with the, we're young, right? Let me just, yeah, we're young. And then there's hormones in everyone's bodies. And then like the people that we're working with currently are low-key now, same age group, if not just a bit older. And then sometimes the lines get blurred between business and pleasure, I guess. (laughs) How do you deal with that? Because I'm pretty sure that even I, as a woman in tech, I've experienced like a a situation where I just thought it was purely business and then somehow, you know, yeah. things are being funny. I completely understand. Yeah. Um, I think it's just important to know why you're there. So mm-hmm. if anything, I'm a person, uh, I do everything with intention. So yeah. everything that I, any action that I take, yeah. I need to know why I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. So if, mm-hmm. if I'm here and I want to start a business and we're running a business, that's what we're doing. Anything else is outside of the sphere. Mm-hmm. But of course, some people aren't that way. So, yes. you know, it's, it's, it's a matter of establishing that respect. Listen, yes, I am a woman, but, you know, I'm, I'm a co-founder. I'm a yes. CEO. I'm yes. this, you know, I'm here to do a job. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's important for someone I'm working with to see that first, mm-hmm. you know. Yes, I am a woman, but you need to understand that mm-hmm. I'm here for a job. Yeah. You know, men don't experience these kinds of issues they really don't they really don't and because like my my other chat is okay now you kind of trying to establish that boundary someone has tried to cross and sometimes you feel like okay now the relationship is a bit shaky the business relationship because now there was this other thing that that was introduced so how do you then kind of sway the relationship to still work in your favor because i'm not gonna lie like if when something like that happens for me to me i bounce i'm just like the next opportunity because I really, yeah, because sometimes the relationships just, I'm like, okay, so wait, what? Like exactly what was happening here? Okay, okay. So what have you enjoyed being in the tech industry as a black woman? 
Um, I think it has so much potential. Uh, tech can literally take you anywhere. It mm. is so flexible. Mm. And I appreciate, I guess, what we can do with tech, not really from, I guess, an entrepreneurship kind of perspective, but yes. uh, I'm really interested in policy and uh, rural communities. Mm. So how we can introduce technology and tech startups to, you know, assist with um, service provision and yes, yes. increasing people's potential and things like that. So I think it, it is really flexible, it adapts really well, and it has a lot of potential to probably help with a lot of problems that we've been experiencing as a country and maybe even as a global community. Oh, okay. Love, lovely, <laughs> lovely. I, I, I resonate with that entire answer totally, you guys, because I feel like, there's, like you said, there is so much that we could use tech um, to better the world, to better the environment around us. So I'm from Swaziland and I, I really like, I would love to use tech and whatever I'm learning in uni to kind of better my community, the country, and, you know, just be that, that woman in tech, a black woman, you know, I listen. So, yeah. So back to actually my points got a bit mixed up, but back to like dealing with men in the industry, exactly what would you think men in the industry need to understand? you know, from a woman's perspective in the industry, like I'm dealing with this and this is how it is, but exactly what would they need? What would you want? Like if you had a button or open their brains and just put a file in yeah, there, exactly, exactly what, what would you put? I think men just need to understand that because I'm a woman doesn't mean that everything that I have to do has to be preceded by the fact that I'm a woman. Sometimes mm -hmm. I'm here to do a job. Let me do my job. Mm -hmm. Can we, you know, you, you can't, obviously erase something that's a big part of your identity and it's, it's, it's the first thing you see yes, you know but it shouldn't be the first thing you use so i think also it's 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 on them to say listen i, I also just need to take a back seat and mm -hmm. let this lady do her job because that's what she's here to do mm -hmm. and i think also as women we, we we need to stop expecting men to do stuff and learn and do this and do that i think we also just need to understand that Listen, you show up as the CEO and people need to respect you for that period. Mm. You don't have to have chats about, hey, you need to do this and you need to, just because I'm a woman, you just need to show up and do what you came to do and people will respect you for that. Oh, okay. Love to see it. <laughs> Lovely. Wow, you guys, she is spitting fire uh -huh. here. And I actually, I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. But um, you guys, I've also worked in a startup. Yeah. So you, you have a startup and... In my, like, I think it was a year of working at a startup, Zaya. Yeah. It was hectic, hey? Um, and then you're a student as well. Yeah. So your timetable is a lot. Like, exactly, this is a, like, cliche question, but, like, given how busy you are and, you know, as a woman, I feel like as a woman myself, I don't know about men, I don't know about y'all men, but as a woman, <laughs> I need space to myself, I need my self-care, I need some time with my girls, I need to, like, you know, just chill a bit. Exactly how do you then... Put all of that together, but still make sure that what like very dev yeah. your current endeavor is actually like popping. I, I believe it's a priorities thing. So okay. if something is important for you, you're going to get it done. Yeah. So if school is important and your job is important and your friends are important, then you're gonna get it done. So I wake up at five in the morning. So every day. Yeah. Wow, you guys, I, I feel... <laughs> okay, yes. yes. I normally have so much to do that, yeah, so when I wake up at five, 
everyone else is still sleeping. So yes. you don't feel like you're catching up with the day. You feel like you're oh. starting at your own pace, okay. you know? Okay. And so I can, from five to about seven, eight, I'm, I guess I'm getting my meditation, the self-care that I want, mm -hmm. and I'm pushing whatever side hustle that I have. And then from then onwards, from eight or nine, then I'll start with work. Yes. And then the rest of the day and the evening, I'll have to myself. So that's normally how I structure my day. Mm. So basically, you guys, like, making sure routine. I think routine is it's important. It's so important. I think especially for me, because if, if I don't make a decision, it's not going to happen. So oh. if I'm still wishy-washy about something, yeah. oh, yeah. I, think, I think maybe tomorrow I'm going to do this. If I haven't made a decision, it's not going to happen. So it's also just about knowing yourself, I guess. Okay. And then what challenges have you met in the industry? Every challenge possible, like... Take challenge, I don't know, whatever challenge yeah. actually. Finances. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's that. I there's think working for a startup, obviously, you have to bootstrap for a really long time because yes. I think people think, um, yeah, I'm going to start a startup and then I'm going to get I'm going to have this one amazing idea that everybody needed in their lives. And, and then gonna Elon Musk me. is like, yeah, you go, five billion, you, you know? know? Yeah. Do whatever you want to do. And it's, Chances are it's not going to happen. You know, no one is going to pay you for an idea. People pay you for something that's already working. Mm. So for us, we had to take a lot of money out of our pockets to make sure that the startup is going and to make sure that everything is happening for the client, even yes. before stuff can, stuff can happen for us. Mm. So, yeah, for, we, we, we weren't paying ourselves for a really long time because we had to invest a lot of the money back into the business so there was that. And I think for me, on a personal level, it yeah. was self-discipline. Mm -hmm. I think self-discipline is really the biggest form of self-love. Really? I, I think for me. Wait, just like go into that a bit. Like, it's yeah. just, you know, it, you, you kind of have to put the procrastination aside, you know, and love yourself enough to say, I'm going to give myself exactly what I want. You know, and, and I, I, I want to be a powerhouse. I want to be, you know, yes. build this empire. And yes. it's not going to happen if I'm still contemplating it. And why oh, am I going to do it? Am yeah, I not? You know, that consistency is also really important. Mm. So, yeah, I had to learn that you can't be wishy-washy about something that you really want. I just feel like know. based on that point of procrastination, oh, wow, have I not been being attacked? Even last week, the episode... <laughs> wow, the episode from last week, it literally, like, our changes on the podcast were stop procrastinating. Someone else told me the other day, not to procrastinate. Now you're here. Listen, guys, I'm taking this as a sign and I'm telling you guys to take it as a sign to stop procrastinating and get your shit together. Sorry, mom, if you're listening, but get your shit together. Um, okay, okay. So what are your future plans for the tech space or not even the tech space? Because I also feel like this is also a different point. Um, our interests change as human beings, you know. I, I feel like, like you said, having a specific nine to five, I think that's draining. I can't do it. I don't even think I'm employable to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I am. Literally, you're giving me new phrases here and I'm literally going to be using them every way. I'm not employable. I'm definitely not. So it's also that part of knowing yourself, Wuti. Mm. I, I have to make sure this works out because... Otherwise, I will have a desk job and I will be absolutely miserable, I know. 
So am I correct in assuming that you're probably like wanting to like retire pretty early, but also have something that is consistently paying you something that, or do you just, are you someone who wants to work on your own shit? I think, okay, both. Mm-hmm. And let me explain. So I don't quite get the concept of retiring because I think as people, we, we, we are constantly evolving and mm-hmm. I guess at every season in your life, there's something that you're really passionate about and something that you want to do. Yeah. So I, I don't understand retiring in, in that classical sense. You would say, I'm going to stop work and then I'm just going to chill. Yeah, I think, I, think that's, I think that's what people mean. Like, okay, I guess it's not having a nine-to-five. Yeah. So since you'll never have a nine-to-five, you're basically retired. <laughs> you're basically, you'll no, never, never work. So. Never. Yeah. But I mean, um, yeah, so, so I want to... I guess chase after the things that my soul yearns for. I don't know. Mm. So, so, so change. they change, yes. you know, and I don't think that necessarily, you know, as a person, you have one passion, at least for me, mm. which is a question that I had to ask myself for a really long time because yeah. people are like, I'm passionate about, about this, this and, and that's one. it, you know. And for me, it's like, I'm passionate about this, but also this sounds pretty cool and I like that too. So, in every season of my life, I wanted to be free and, you know, have the autonomy to do the things that I'm passionate about. Talking about the many passions, um, I feel like even as young people, our generation actually is the generation of many passions and it kind of manifests in side hustles. Yeah. A lot of people, like, we're literally speaking about it right now. But um, with the the passions, some of them clash and it's like it's at a specific time where you're having too much on your plate. So like you said, is it like priorities? Do you then decide which passion comes over which one? And then how do you deal with like, because sometimes I struggle with like, okay, what if I'm missing an opportunity here? You know, if I'm not doing it, then what if I'm missing an opportunity to like go big, but then now you feel the same about all your passions. So how would you advise someone who feels like that or who's like worried about that? Like, sure, okay. I think, yeah, so it is definitely a priorities thing. What is plausible? What is realistic right now? Because, mm. you know, it's nice to dream, but don't fly too close to the sun, you know. You know, you will, you <laughs> will catch flames. <laughs> so it's, yeah. it's, it's really important to see, okay, as much as, you know, I have many passions, mm. it's also about sustainability. So yeah. you don't want to grab here and leave and grab here and leave it and grab here. So where, where is this particular passion going to take me if I decide to pick it up right now? Or is it just something that's just going to happen for now and I've wasted my time and then I have to figure out something else? Mm. So, you know, we are people, we do need livelihoods as well. So, yeah, just follow something that is going to be there for a while, like it's going to carry you. So I, I remember um, Joyce Brown on Instagram. I don't know if you know her. She's like a vegetarian lady. She's black. Anyway, um, she had this one video where she said, finish what you started. Um, and I think maybe with like the passions, it would be whichever one you've started, maybe. Yeah. Just finish that. Finish that, exactly. Finish that and then move on. Because there's, I think there's this thing called the shiny object syndrome. Oh. Yeah, where I'm right here right now and I'm pursuing this, but then here's that opportunity over there. It's so shiny. Oh, my gosh, you know, let me go for, let, let me, let me go for that, you yeah. know. So I think also in entrepreneurship, you, you get a lot of those things mm-hmm. where I'm, I'm, I'm here, I'm doing very dev, oh, but here's Elon Musk saying I must move to America. 
Hey. And also in like in dev, like you, you literally just mentioned like, like um you have very dev. <laughs> Excuse me. And then there's like AI. This there's like machine learning. Yeah. Everything is literally in your face. I actually just I took a break this year from tech and everything. <laughs> like where uh, listen, I'm just a UCT. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. If you ask me what I'm doing, it's compsite. Okay, so uh, please leave me alone. Like, can you give me a break? Because one, there's too many um what's it called? Frameworks yeah. to learn. There's like Ruby's on Rails, and they all have weird names for some reason. But there's so much to learn. And like you're mentioning, the shiny object. shiny objects. <laughs> wow, it, it actually just makes sense. It's so straightforward. Yeah. So straightforward. Oh, wow. We really have <laughs> a powerhouse. Yeah. We really could. Yeah. We really could. So um, when we first met, actually, in our first conversation, you were speaking about how there is few black women yeah, on your platform specifically, but we also know that this is a, a problem, quotation marks, that the entire tech industry is experiencing. Um, what do you think is the problem? Who? I just, I, I suppose it's the problem of people, corporates, whatever, not association, associating tech with women. I, I don't know why that's the case, but it mm. seems to be such a masculine thing, apparently. Mm. Um, and maybe us as women, we also don't see ourselves so, in that space as yes, well. You know, yes. it's like, oh, um, that's, that's not really for me. Mm. I'd rather go do something else. So as much as I think there, there are a lot of opportunities that we aren't being granted as women, we also aren't knocking on doors as well. We, we also, mm. I think we also just mm. tend to step back and step back. it's like, oh, this is a men's thing. Yeah. yeah. So how would you then encourage black women, women, okay, mostly black women, yeah. you know, we are like the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. So how do you encourage black women to knock on doors exactly? Which door? How do you like, where are these doors? Yeah. As well? Who? I actually have to think about how I found my doors. But I think... You know someone. I think as soon as... Okay, so, so I'm a bit of a chakra. Hi. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yes. You know, last week we were speaking on spirituality. So I feel like this is like divine... I don't know what. <laughs> yeah, you know what? So it's okay, it's okay. So Everyone understands. I think that for me, what I've experienced is that once you make a decision about something that you want, mm. the universe naturally conspires with you to get it. So yeah. once I made a decision that this is the space that I want to be, to be in and this is what I want to do, then mm. naturally the people that I needed to get me to where I wanted to be mm. started falling into things. I, I won't talk of attraction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you touched on believing that you deserve this. And actually, I think one of my first few episodes on the podcast, yeah. I spoke about imposter syndrome. And now that we're here, women in tech, literally... This is like our forte. Yeah, <laughs> so how do you deal with like imposter syndrome? Yeah, gosh. And I, I did definitely struggle with that for a really long time. Mm -hmm. You know, feeling like, oh, I don't really know how to do this. And when I started out in meetings, it was so terrible because I didn't want to say anything because what if, what if I say the wrong yes. thing? What if I don't yes. know what I'm talking what about? about? You know, my biggest fear. Yeah. And then I was just like... Okay, I, I guess uh, I read a lot. So I came across um, uh, this thing about how you need to position yourself to succeed. Yes. So in the same way that 
when I want to wake up at 5 a.m., I'm not just going to set an alarm and hope I wake up at 5 a.m. First day, I have to make a choice to wake up at 5 a.m. You have to make a choice to sleep early so you can wake up You know, and then I have to maybe put my phone in the next room so that when the alarm rings, I get up and have to switch it off. You know, that's those kind so of smart. things. My alarm's on my bed and I know where the snooze button is without opening And sometimes eyes. you don't, you snooze it. Like, I snooze the alarm and yeah. then I'm up at 8 a.m. And I'm like, what happened? You yeah. know, so putting your phone you know, in another room, if you want to wake up and exercise, mm-hmm. putting your exercise clothes right there on your bed. Mm-hmm. So things like that. So for me, it was, I, I kind of had to force myself to say something. So mm-hmm. I always made sure that on conference calls or whatever, I'm the first one to speak. Because if you wait, you're not going to say anything. Yeah. So even if you're saying hi or whatever, just getting over that fear of yes. speaking. Yes. So what I realized about myself is that a lot of things that we want to do take courage, mm-hmm. you know. And with courage, you can't wait to feel. The you can't wait to feel that I'm secure, I'm good now, I'm confident. You have to do it. So confidence is a byproduct, you know. Of so you, taking, of taking those steps, you know. Mm-hmm. So you have to take the step and be scared and you know be uncomfortable. And then once you've done that, the confidence is going to come. So don't wait and feel like, oh, I'm ready to do it. You'll never be ready. I think a really good analogy for this, and this is like a very funny analogy. So it's a really me analogy. (laughs) Is how men have audacity to just come up to a random woman and they don't care. Like... There's leagues, brother. <laughs> so, and it's and I think, like you said, it's a byproduct of taking the courage. They're just like, there's a pretty girl. I'm gonna do this shit, whether she says yes or no. I'm literally it, it, exactly. I'm not gonna die. So I think along the same veins, ladies in tech and ladies in science, STEM, I guess, um, it really is important to have the courage and like take that step. Shiva. Yes. 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 Yeah, I've also heard a phrase that said, say what you want, even if you're shivering. Literally, even like, (laughs) but get your point across. Because once you get over that specific point, then you're able to make more points. Yeah, and then it's going to be way easier for you because you'll be like, I've done it before, you know? So I think the problem with being scared is that you feel like, I've never done this before. This is something new. It could go left. But once you've done it, it's like, I actually have a record of me doing it before, so why can't I do it now? Literally, one of the points that I gave for um, dealing with imposter syndrome is to remember the things that you've actually done well. Let them kind of give you the courage again to be like, this is a new thing, but I did that and I thought I couldn't, so we're here now. Um, and then criticism, because, of course, being in, in a startup, yeah. I was in it, and you will get criticism criticism all the time how do you deal with it because sometimes it feels like a personal attack and yeah I think for me I'm, I'm really sensitive so mm. <laughs> I am too so you have to watch your words please don't just go off it's like shoot okay when when someone will criticize you know Chanel you know do this you know take pride in your work um, mm. show up you're too scared or you're too you're, you're selling yourself short I, I definitely take it personally mm. so the first step I think is to realize it's not personal at all, you know? So do you want to improve or do you want to stroke your ego? So, so both things are difficult, but you just need to choose which difficult thing you're going to go for. Choose your heart. heart. Exactly. (laughs) You know, both things are 
difficult, but what do you want? Which one is likely going to take you to that future self that you imagine? And for me, you know, it was hard pills to swallow and it was uncomfortable, but it was like, firstly, why, why am I being uncomfortable by someone telling me this? And number two, is it the truth? You know? Yeah. So if it's the truth, you, then you, I shouldn't be bothered. Then you I should actually be happy. You should be happy that yeah. someone is telling you the truth so that you can improve. And there's this saying that my teacher in high school said to me, and I never forgot it. Yeah. And she said, straight talk is never an insult. Oh, okay. Do you know? Okay. So it's never an insult that yeah. you should never take it that way. Someone and else. honestly, like, excuse me again, sorry. <laughs> honestly, like, a lot of us say we want honest people in our lives, right? We want um, honest partners, we want honest friends, we want honest business people. But if you can't take the criticism, then exactly, are you really honest? Because also along the same vein, I feel like if you aren't someone who's able to take criticism, then maybe you also aren't able to give any, you know? Because your ego's being stroked, so you're not going to do anything to kind of... other. Mm, so you also give criticism. Uh, yeah. I think I try and be cognizant of the fact that other people aren't like me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, our journeys are different and we're all at different stages. Yeah. So, you know, you, you have to look at the person who's in front of you and yes. say, okay, how can I say this in the most kind way, in the mm-hmm. most compassionate way, but in a way that's still honest? Because yeah. if, if someone doesn't give you criticism, constructive criticism, because some people can be an ass. <laughs> Literally <laughs> some an people ass. Just trying the to donkey you down, ass. You know? yeah. And so you have to think about what is it that's going to allow me to say this in the most truthful way, mm-hmm. but still allow this person to grow. So you're saying, okay, Chanel, you, you don't, for example, you, your, your handwriting is terrible. Um, that is a not a good criticism because what? I can't change it right now. I'm too old. <laughs> Maybe a child. <laughs> Maybe a child. Yeah. But so for me, criticism, criticism is like, Okay, Chanel, um, I don't think your handwriting is, 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 is legible. Can you please yeah. maybe improve your spacing? Can you please improve the way you, you know, things like so that. So be specific about your criticism. It can't just be like you're doing shit. Okay, what do you mean? Where? That's so exactly That's where? quite hurtful, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So the person needs to see that actually, I, I am actually trying to help. I'm not saying this because I think I'm better or I'm calling you out. Yeah. So, yeah. Constructive criticism is key, not just criticism for the sake of. Um, and then I have a question, and I mean, I'm not like trying to categorize your company or something, but do you have another woman in your in very deep? Yes, we do. And you know, in a lot of movies, actually, there's a lot of like there's two women in a tech space, and then somehow there has to be a fight, you know, like oh, catty because women are catty apparently to each other as well. Like the the, the feeling of like maybe the, you guys are a threat to each other. Does that happen for you, or do you guys like no, work? No, not at all. I think yeah, yeah. My goodness, that is such a I think a a sore topic for me because wherever you go, I think men think or even women you know Mm. apparently women are always out to get each other and even just how they talk about women in relationships Mm. and friendships ah your friend is always ready to stab you in the back and take your man and all that and then it's like yeah 
And I think it's like along the same lines, people feel like the other woman is here to take their job. And then somehow it also kind of um, blends into the woman also. Like there's also like attraction issues like, oh, this one is prettier in the office than the... And it's all a mess. So I'm just literally asking like for you guys, like how... Is it like that? Or it's literally a movie script? Yeah. Um, and if there are instances where that happens, how do you guys deal with that? So that that's definitely not how I am. So, yeah, no, it has never happened. I think, you know, women are amazing. I think women are amazing, you know? And when you take the time to listen to someone else's story and just get their perspective on things, there's a lot to learn, you know? So, So people represent an unlimited potential to learn. And that's what I love about people. And there's so much to learn about, you know, a woman and how, how they... How, how they show up mm-hmm. uh, into the world. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so this concept of, you know, yeah, I'm gonna be friends with, I'm just friends with men because women are dramatic. That, oh no, then, then you, chances are you're the one who's not a good friend. Uh, oh yeah. You know what, again, a personal attack because I used to be that person, I don't know when, and then when I realized that, no, actually you were the shitty person. Like exactly what made you think that women are the problem? You are a woman. Sis, you have boobs on a vagina. So exactly what were you expecting? Yeah. Like you go through hormonal stuff. Like surely it doesn't mean like... Another thing, emotional. Like people feel like emotional... Well, all women are emotional, one. And then um, a lot of people paint emotional as a bad thing. So do you ever cry in the office? Oh my gosh. I will tell them, guys, I need an emotional day today. Mm. Like I, I just need to take a break. Yeah. And they will accept that. And that's one of the things that I love about being an entrepreneur, mm. that there's space for me to just be human and mm. I'm not this mm. number or desk, yeah. you know, and, you, you know, and yeah. I, I can't say boss, you know, I, I just need a day off today. So yeah. that's what I love about it. I, I, I can tell them, I'm just not okay today and I need a day and that's perfectly acceptable, which is, yeah, I love it. Wow, I don't know if we have spent 20 minutes or more. So you guys, we have come to the end of 20 minutes. Actually, it was 33 minutes. So yeah, it was another long episode, but I love it. I really love the entire discussion. Um, Thank you so much, Chanel Koza, for joining us. How do people find you? How do people find Very Dev? Um, If there's female developers who are listening... How do they find you? So you can go onto our website, verydev.io. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, or you can DM me on Instagram, Chanel KHZ. You can find me on Facebook as well. But yeah, if you go on our website, you can definitely reach us. Thank you so much, Chanel, once thank again for joining for us. Me. And I thank you I'll for giving back. us. Oh, no, definitely. <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> wow, I am either an amazing host or these topics are just amazing. All the people Both. are amazing. I think Both. everything is amazing, right? Everything is amazing. But yes, definitely, you will definitely be back. Um, guys, she will be back, like all of them. I did say I'll do a rotation, <laughs> but we'll see how that one goes. But yeah, Chanel, thank you so much. Thank you for spending your time. Thank and you for having yeah, me. Yeah, that's it from us, guys. For you. you guys in the spirit of summer we as women men are going to be wearing a lot of i'd say revealing stuff i mean it's not revealing it's just clothes that actually allow air but you know our community and society says it's revealing i am just trying to get air anyway um in the spirit of revealing (laughs) you can
<laughs> that sounds so bad but yeah you guys um there's gonna be a lot of dark underarms dark mid thighs dark um parts stretch marks in both men and women and people are already insecure i know i'm insecure about those things on my body i don't need you to point them out like please stop doing that don't even like be like oh you know like if you put a lemon or something because i've tried that i have tried that and it didn't work so stop doing that what we are going to start doing this week again in the spirit of summer is drink water and apply sunscreen guys please wear sunscreen it has done wonders for my face in a few weeks i'm not gonna tell you the brand because they're not paying me but wear sunscreen whichever brand you can afford it really does miracles and then drink water honestly your body needs water that's it for changes this week you guys thanks once again for joining me your host lulu on the i don't like your tone show podcast um you have come to the end of yet another podcast i am really really excited and i'm really happy to be giving you guys all this content i look forward to seeing you again next week i also look forward to your feedback don't forget we have an instagram page outside that have a great weekend Sa-